For Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the Well, welcome to last. Dishing Up Just Nutrition. Kick them down. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist and certified nutrition specialist. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and counseling. You know, I always like to start the show with a life-changing story. And I have a perfect one today because our show title is Three Important Steps to Reducing Your Fibromyalgia Symptoms, Especially Your Pain. Mm-hmm. You know, this life-changing story is from Lori. She said, I signed up for the Nutrition for Weight Loss program to lose weight and to take the stress off my knees. But I got so much more. When class started, my right leg was in total pain from her ankle to her hip. Pain and more pain. And within one week, I couldn't hardly believe this. I kept looking at this Mm -hmm. and saying, within one week of no pop, no sugar, and no flour, I was already 90% pain-free. Now, that's that's always a question we get when we're teaching classes or when we are working with clients. They'll say, okay, you know, how long will it take for me to start noticing differences? And we, we know that for some people it can happen very quickly. So and, for this, for yeah. Lori, within a week. Yep. And she went on to say, already my clothes are, are were fitting better and I had more energy. You know, these are amazing re- results Lori had. We have to say real mm-hmm. food is very effective painkiller, and it doesn't even damage your stomach lining or intestinal tract like some of those pain medications do. Yeah. And we love stories like this. We the do. The power of real food is something to talk about, and of course we do, mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. <laughs> so we have a very important topic. So I invited two very well-qualified dietitians to share the thoughts and experiences they have had working with people with this really painful condition called fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. I mean, people. some people have never even heard of that word before, Yeah. some of our listeners. So yep. we're going to talk even more. Or some people kind of suspect they might have it because they know it can be related to low energy and just really aching all over. So mm-hmm. Right. And that voice is Katie Vigasa. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Hello. She is a registered and licensed dietitian. And you may have just seen Katie on last Monday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on last Monday. Care 11. Yep. And you were talking about sugar again. We were talking. We talk a lot about sugar. We do talk a lot about sugar. And the reason is, is we know it is really at the root of a lot of the problems we're seeing nowadays with health. Um, but when I was talking about sugar this time, it was really about helping people understand that sugar is addictive. You know, we know that. I mean, I have, I've had clients, I know we've all had clients, they'll sit down, they'll look at us and say, listen, I'm a sugar addict, you know, <laughs> yes. help me, Yes. you know. But that's what we know. Sugar is addictive because it stimulates the pleasure center in our brain. And that's very much like things like uh, alcohol stimulates mm-hmm. that. Yep. Certain Cocaine drugs. stimulates that pleasure. Yes. All these substances stimulate that. Yeah, so it's almost like the pleasure center when we're eating sugar, it lights up that pleasure center. Our brain kind of goes ding, ding, ding. That was awesome. I want more sugar. Um, so for many people, one piece of fudge 
or maybe a few red and green M&Ms. Oh, yeah. They make them so that they're even color-coded for Christmas, right? they? Oh, this is so festive, right? <laughs> yeah. So just having one of those for some people leads their brain to wanting more and more. So just like the Cookie Monster, an old Sesame Street favorite, right? Our brain says, more, I want more, right? Yes, right. Someone has a good Cookie Monster impersonation out there. <laughs> um But that's really what we were saying. You know, again, sugar has an addictive side, but I've actually seen with clients, um, especially lately with this holiday time, um, even after Thanksgiving, even after Halloween, honestly, a lot of people have been really kind of getting back into some of that sugar. And it not only causes inflammation in our body and can cause aches and pains, but can also make our brain low. Almost, I almost think of it for some of my clients. It makes their brain kind of sad um, and they start to feel those low moods again. It, oh, that's a very nice word that you just said. Your brain is sad after eating sugar. Yeah. That's a nice phrase. So it's not necessarily like a personality thing. People say, oh, it's just my personality that I feel this way or I don't know what's going on. It's something if, biochemical. Yeah. If you're eating too much sugar, it blocks your brain. It blocks your good moods. So again, you were on CARE 11. I was on CARE 11. So with um, with Diana Pierce. So she is actually a great reporter. She's really fun to work with. Um, she asks really nice questions and what's great about uh, having the opportunity to be on CARE 11 is, you know, really the reporters and Diana, she, they're genuinely interested in getting this message across and helping people understand um, how food affects their body. So so if you want to watch Katie now, I know it's past uh, the time that you were on, on yeah. Monday, but if you go to our website, you can yeah, go to Weight and Wellness. Weightandwellness.com and it's actually right there on the front of the web page. So just click on that link and you can see me and Diana having a, a chat about sugar and the holidays and sugar addiction. And yeah, she's really she's really great. I mean, after even the segments, she keeps asking questions. She's still trying to learn more even when the cameras are off. So that's really that's really fun to see in yes, people when they have a spark and a, a mm-hmm. passion for nutrition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so if you have fibromyalgia and you, you maybe you get caught in the sugar trap, that's what we kind of call mm-hmm. it. You know, you're going to feel achy and miserable all holiday season. And maybe for some people a little blue, right? Their moods are a little low. So we're going to talk about how sugar creates inflammation and pain and exactly what you don't want for this holiday season. Of course, we want to be going throughout our holiday season pain-free and good moods and not having those aches and pains, right? So today we're also joining us as another licensed and registered dietitian, Brittany Thomas. Brittany, now you've also had some of your own health problems in the past. You haven't always been in perfect health, have you? I haven't. (laughs) Yeah, until I changed my eating, I struggled with migraines, insomnia, and acne. So I know how Mm -hmm. miserable it feels to not be able to sleep and also be so tired I could barely function the next day. So Brittany, you, you really, you, I mean, you're so young and you actually suffered from insomnia. Right? Yes, I had such a hard time going to sleep. I would just lay there and my mind would race and an hour would pass and I still wasn't sleeping. And you're probably still thinking, just fall asleep, just exactly. fall asleep, just fall asleep. Exactly. Yep. Yes, that's that's a tough feeling. It is. And then you would end up getting a migraine? Yeah, yep. Um, I would get migraines and then often I would have to go in a dark room just to get some relief and, and try to fall asleep. Yeah, my, a migraine, that is something that I've never personally experienced, but I know that those can be painful. I've had friends who have had migraines, and they just have to, 
You know, go into the room, shut off the light, mm-hmm. no no light, no noise, no nothing, right? Yep. So, Brittany, how long did that last for you? Was this just like a couple of months or was this an ongoing problem? It was ongoing. Um, it, this all probably really started uh, in college. For many different reasons. Um, And then it probably lasted four or five years until I really figured out that I needed to make some changes. Wow. Okay. It it really takes some of that digging. So that's, Mm -hmm. isn't that, I think that's what's so empowering when we've, we've gone through our own health struggles and we've learned some of these things, how we can help people. So, you know, whether you're someone who has fibromyalgia pain or maybe you have migraine pain. Uh, pain really is pain. Um, and we know that it just, it kind of just straight up hurts. Um, so, Brittany, what did you change in your diet to reduce the frequency, frequency of having some of those migraines? Well, I really had to make some drastic changes to my diet. I stopped eating processed carbs. Mm-hmm. So um, what did you eat before processed carbs? Well, looking back, yes, I ate... Basically nothing but carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. I would start my morning with cereal or a quick breakfast bar. Mm -hmm. Lunch would be bread or pita, often no protein even. Right, right. And then pasta was was a favorite for dinner. Okay. That's pretty pretty common. And Mm -hmm. people aren't doing like cold cereals or toast. They're even doing, I know a lot of people are really into those little um, oatmeal packets. So whatever, you know, what you're saying is a lot of those processed carbohydrates were so, affecting mm-hmm. your moods or your brain. So when you backed off those carbohydrates, did you find that your migraines lessened or? Yes. Yeah, they finally lessened. Mm-hmm. And I now I thankfully very rarely get them. Wow. That is so cool. So, yeah. you, you know, you also talked about insomnia. So you had trouble mm-hmm. sleeping. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, we know that about 40% of Americans are sleep-deprived. And we also know chronic sleep deprivation can damage your health. Yes. You know, last week when I was doing the menopause seminar, Orly and I were doing that, one of the ladies attending had a really serious sleep problem. And she was only able to sleep four hours per night. Wow. So that is something we are going to keep talking about because sleep is really a vital piece of getting our pain to go down. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and we are discussing three important solutions to reducing fibromyalgia pain and fatigue. So if any of you out there have questions about fibromyalgia, feel free to give us a call in the studio at 651-641-1071 is the number. You know, and over the years, as nutritionists, we have helped hundreds of clients with fibromyalgia. Um, reduce, it helps them reduce or eliminate nagging symptoms. You know, if you're someone struggling with brain fog, maybe you have muscle aches, maybe you have fatigue or you have frequent infections, you know, you really need to set up an appointment with one of the nutritionists at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. It's really nice to see people in person um, if you live in the St. Paul, Minneapolis area. But of course, we also have many clients around the world that call by phone or will have uh, Skype appointments with us. So call us at 651-699-3438 to set up an appointment. You know, really, you could start feeling better before the new year. So stay tuned. We will be right back. A wise doctor once said, today you are you. That's truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. 
The doctor in question was Dr. Seuss, and I bet he would like the attitude and approach they use at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. For more than 25 years, the licensed nutritionists, registered dietitians, and nutrition educators have worked one-on-one with clients. Because they know no one is youer than you, they will come up with an individualized eating plan that addresses your needs, your body, your health concerns. Because they use research-based knowledge, and because they care, they can guide you to be the best, healthiest, most energetic you you can be. Come into one of their Twin Cities-based office locations for a consultation or schedule a counseling session over the phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Call them at 651-699-3438. That's 651-699-3438. Or go to weightandwellness.com. They will get results for you. It's true. Nutritional Weight and Wellness has offices in St. Paul, Wyzetta, Lakeville, North Oaks, Maple Grove, and Mendota Heights. Call them today at 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, so many people today struggle with overactive bladder, or, you know, another nice name for that is incontinence. Mm -hmm. Now, researchers at the King's College Hospital in London analyzed data from 7,000 women and found carbonated drinks containing artificial sweeteners were clearly associated with an increase in frequency and urgency. That's kind of interesting, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yes. So, you know, basically, and we say this all the time, is cut out the pop. Mm-hmm. And, and for some people, I mean, those artificial sweeteners are kind of latched onto their brain, and it's a hard thing for them to do. Yeah, the but, artificial pop, our artificial sweeteners might not be in pop, but it might be in diet pudding, mm-hmm. diet jello, I mean, all those things. Any of those, yes. Wow, there's more to this research. Well, those who ate meat and vegetables were found to have a reduced risk. Wow. Uh, yeah. It all, isn't it interesting, like some of the research that will come out, it still ties it back to kind of the way we've always been saying. Eat the weight and wellness way. Eat the weight and wellness way. So again, if you have questions about fibromyalgia, call us at 651-641-1071. And yes. we do have callers, don't we, Katie? We do have a caller. We're going to get back into the conversation here. Um, but before we get there, we do have a caller. So Tammy, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question for us. I do. Thank you. What a great show. Um, I recently found out I have costochondritis, and uh, it's taken about a year and a half to actually figure it out. I was told it was lots of other things, and I'm now taking a lot of um, prescription medications to deal with the inflammation, and it's extremely painful. Do you guys also, does what you're talking about in terms of reducing your sugar, will that, I know that it helps with inflammation, will that also help with costochondritis and do you guys deal with that kind of thing as well? Yes, we do. Um, it's just, it's it's any kind of inflammation basically mm-hmm. and a lot of these infl- inflammatory situations are uh, autoimmune diseases and we do deal with a lot of different autoimmune conditions. So yes, we do. I mean, you might be on a fairly um, restricted uh, kind of eating plan Although we don't really think of it mm-hmm. as that. We think of it as more something that's really going to help your cells heal and feel better. And you're generally going to feel super. You know, yeah. it's cutting out sugar and sometimes it's often cutting out flour and those things. But the payoff is strong. You know, mm-hmm. you feel so much better. Yeah. You cut that inflammation way down. Okay. Yeah, And it's interesting, once inflammation improves in one area of the body, it typically um improves in another area of the body. And I know we've had clients with that same condition. So, All that, right. Thank you. So yeah. I, I just, do you guys teach classes on that or would it be like meeting one-on-one with a Meeting on one-on-one because that's the best solution. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Tammy. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. 
So we are um, yes. we were talking about sleep we were before talk- we went on break. Yes, we oh. were talking about sleep and we were talking about how not, people who are not getting enough sleep, it's really uh, affecting the aches and the pains in their body. Um, you know, and the National Institute of Health reports that not only that, the lack of sleep increases our appetite mm-hmm. and we eat 500 more calories per day. I think we, I think anyone knows that right. because if you get a really poor night's sleep mm-hmm. or not very much sleep, mm-hmm. the next day you're really hungry. You have those, those, it's almost, and it's more of the, the carbohydrate cravings. Yes. Because the body's looking for quick energy. It's not like the next day you feel like, gosh, I wish I could have another serving of vegetables. I mean, I mean, truly the, the body is craving more of that kind of quick energy carbohydrate source. Right. And you know. The idea that lack of sleep increases our appetite, most people think, well, gosh, I don't want to go there. I don't want to increase my appetite anymore. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I struggled with insomnia for years, and it, it did affect my health. Mm-hmm. I ended up having a lot of tension in my neck and my shoulders. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. And then I figured out not only did the food trigger my migraines, but my poor sleep triggered my migraines as well. Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. So here's some another little piece of research. According to Dr. Carl Hunt, director of the National Center on Sleep Disorder Research, 70 million people are problem sleepers. Wow. Half of that number have a sleep disorder, something that is physically, something physically that keeps them from getting adequate sleep. It isn't just that they forget to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Something is causing them not to be able to get to sleep. Right. And three quarters of those with fibromyalgia have sleep problems. Three quarters have sleep with fibromyalgia. So if you've got aches and pains, it maybe just a good night's sleep will mm-hmm. make a difference. Will make a big difference. So these people are either having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep. Fifty percent of people with fibromyalgia also have restless leg syndrome. Wow. wow. And we work it, with all these kinds we of We do. And that, you know, even tying this back to the sleep piece. That's, a, you know, a major reason why people come in for consultations because they, they just want to sleep. And they know <laughs> those nights that they don't get enough sleep, their aches and their pains. And whether for Brittany, you with like the tension and the migraines, it's worse the, the next day after they haven't gotten enough sleep. So, you know, step number one is helping people get to sleep. I bet you were walking around like a zombie for a few years. <laughs> yes. I remember in some of my college classes, I could not even stay awake. I would even try to bring caffeine and it would not work. Feels like you want to put like <laughs> yeah. toothpicks and, under, yes. your, under in your eyes, right? Just keep them open. Right. Oh, that's the worst feeling. Yeah. So I found I really needed to make several changes in my nutrition and lifestyle habits. So I started eating a bedtime snack. Mm-hmm. Not just fruit, but I would have some healthy fat with my fruit, like a big handful of nuts. Then I started to add animal protein throughout the day. That was a big step, wasn't yes, it? Yes, I was mm-hmm. severely lacking in my protein. We, yeah, we were saying that. It was mostly your diet was yes. cereals or breads or pitas, yep. wraps. Yep. All carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. So I had about three to four ounces with every meal and then also adding in my protein at snacks, which was a big thing too. Mm-hmm. So I would have a hard-boiled egg or even just a piece of chicken. And then I really cut out the bread, pasta, cereal, crackers, and, and sugar. Mm-hmm. Another big thing for me is I became more diligent with my bedtime habits. 
okay. trying to go to bed the same time every night. Um, I would even meditate before bed. That was really helpful to mm-hmm. decrease stress and mm-hmm. fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I think all those are great habits. Yeah. Going to bed on time or at the same time is really important yes. for the body. It's almost like I read um, an article once that was really saying, you know, if you're going to bed at 10 o'clock one night and 2 o'clock the next night or 2 a.m. the mm-hmm. next night, it's kind of, I mean, just think of it as jet lag for your body. Yeah. It's just really off kilter. Um, so really what you're saying, Brittany, is you started to eat the weight and wellness way, right? I did. You started to eat more protein. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're saying three to four ounces of protein. Now, sometimes we say that on the radio, but I would actually encourage people maybe to get out a food scale and measure what that actually is. Three to four ounces and you were eating that at each meal. Yep. And then maybe yep. one to two ounces at your snacks. Yep. So for people to really visualize that, I think it's important to put it on a food scale just to really see. I think so. You know, all of, and then after that, you're saying, okay, I'm starting to eat less of the processed carbohydrates, the cereals, the breads. You know, really what you're saying, it's kind of a plan that really all of our listeners could follow. Absolutely. And they would feel fantastic. So I would just want to mention to everyone that's listening is that Brittany sees clients in their Lakeville location and also at our St. Paul office. Um, so really she can help people incorporate that weight and wellness plan into their lifestyle. Uh, it's not that hard. Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes people need a little bit of help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just kind of have to talk people through it, Yeah, you know, give them some guidance. So Mm -hmm. Brittany, did you do other changes to help you get rid of your insomnia? And I don't know where we're with break time. Well, you know what, now that you mention it, this would be a good time. So when we come back from break, um, Brittany is going to share some of her tips and tricks on how she really got a good night's sleep because, I mean, sometimes step one is just getting a good night's sleep. Um, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. So many of my clients have found relief from fibromyalgia, aches, and pain pains when they added omega-3 fish oil. Definitely omega-3 mm-hmm. fish oil. Yes, magnesium glycinate. So not just any magnesium. No. Nope. Magnesium glycinate. That gets absorbed. Mm-hmm. And maybe added a supplement that we have. Um, It's really designed to reduce aches and pains, and it's called Caprex. So Caprex is a special supplement, and it's made by Metagenics to reduce inflammation in the body. Uh, So for most people, two to four tablets per day can be very helpful, and it doesn't have any of those kind of nasty side effects that can come with other um, anti-inflammatory medications. So call 651-699-3400. If you want to schedule an appointment, otherwise give us a call um, in the studio here. Um, 651-641-1071. There we go. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Next week, we will be teaching a great class for young adults. If If your college student is home for the holidays, let me suggest the class Nutrition for Young Adults. Often when young people hear the good nutrition message from someone besides their moms, they listen. Mm -hmm. That class will be taught in North Oaks on Monday night, December 15th. To sign up, call 651-699-3438 or go online at weightandwellness.com. That's that's a really true statement. Sometimes moms will bring them in, their kids in, and they'll say, just... Let's talk about this together because sometimes they don't listen to me, right? <laughs> so sometimes I need to hear it from a class format. So uh, and we, we have a question. We do have a caller. So Liz, you have um, a question or some comments on fibromyalgia? Uh, I have I have fibromyalgia. I've had it for many years. Uh, the biggest problem is trying to get diagnosed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was diagnosed, then they want to put you on antidepressants. Yes. Antidepressants. Yes. And I didn't need that. No. And I refused that. They sent me to a warm uh, pool, which was very good. This was a neurologist that I saw. I went to Curry Center. They also had uh, support groups there at that time. I had a good doctor, was a physicist, I believe she was called. She was with Sister Kenny. And did you change your diet? Did you change your eating? I did change some of my diet, but I still need to change more of my diet. Well, but you know what she prescribed? Darvacet. No, we don't need those things. No, I mean, that's, that's what my other doctor said. Uh, I agree. The warm pool was the best, and now. Uh, I sleep, of course, I'm up in age, but I, I have no trouble sleeping. That's great. And that's, that's really I healing. I I need to get some of that. Uh, I, the sweets I have drastically cut. Yep. And I think you should come in, make an appointment with one of us, and sit down and help you get off of the sugars, and you'll have less pain. I, I want to do that. Okay. I don't drive anymore, but I'm going to try to arrange something. You're out in Wyzetta, right? Yes, we yes, are. Yes, I'm in Wyzetta. And Katie's in Wyzetta, Katie's and it would be great. Wyzetta. Okay, I'm going to try to arrange that, but it, it, there's there's no pill that helps. Yeah, you got to. I, I, I totally agree, even though they advertise one all the time. Yeah, I, I won't take any of those. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking maybe I would try that one you just recommended here, like if I'm going to go out or something. Yes, I, I agree Caprex? with you. Caprex? Caprex, yep. Caprex, okay. Yep. That would be all great. Right. All right, oh, thank thanks, you. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Thank you, Liz. And I agree with her. There are many other things that help, like a warm pool, mm-hmm. the exercise. It's not just nutrition. Sure. there's Although that is the most, we think that's the most important. Right. But. I mean, we could be eating all of the bagels and still take a warm, warm pool, like in the warm pool, but nutrition is a big piece of it. I actually, hope I see her. Yeah. Actually, when we work with people, we look at many, many more things than what we're talking about today. Oh, on the radio show. Absolutely. Because there's many different avenues to what is causing that pain. Mm-hmm. And like she says, she sleeps fine. So we certainly would not be working on sleep with her. Right. She's sleeping fine. Yes. We'd that's... work on something else. It sounds like it's the sugar. Mm-hmm. It's so. just so individual. That's what's great about the counseling. You know, yes. we just we just pick it apart per person. So, you know, before we went to break here, we were talking about sleep for those who are having trouble sleep, because, again, that's going to be a huge connection to get the aches and the pains down. And then Brittany was just about to share some other tips and tricks she has um, to get better sleep. So what were those, Brittany? Yeah. Well, I also realized I was very deficient in magnesium. Mm -hmm. So I started to add magnesium glycinate. And before I added that, I was taking a different magnesium supplement, but it wasn't glycinate. Uh So I wasn't actually getting much out of it. it. So it wasn't really doing anything for me. Wow. So I added... 400 milligrams of the magnesium glycinate to bedtime. I realized that that wasn't enough, so I increased it to 600 milligrams, and that was the magic amount for me. And then a bonus was I stopped having muscle spasms Mm -hmm. as well. Yes. I mean, and it probably did help so that it prevented migraines too, because that's all connected. Yes. Absolutely. Magnesium is our relaxation yeah. mineral. If there's anything that's tight or crampy, um, it can help to relax that tissue. I mean, in that, if you have tight, crampy muscles or you, mm-hmm. your brain can't relax, magnesium seriously helps. It does. You know, once in a while, if I have been out late teaching a class and I'm kind of wound up, I mean, I get a lot of energy from teaching some of these classes and I get home and I'm still kind of wound up from teaching mm-hmm. and I know I need to go to bed. Um, 
I find that for me too, 400 milligrams of magnesium will calm me down. But I, for me, I also find that actually adding a little bit of calcium. And I find that too for a lot of clients. Yes. By adding, you know, 600 milligrams of yep. calcium at bedtime too. Yes. Helps. And of course we have, I mean, same thing with calcium. It's not just any calcium. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, you know, like a calcium carbonate, which is a really chalky calcium. We have a great calcium in our offices uh, it's the activated calcium. That's the one that I actually take. I have a couple of them before I go to bed mm-hmm. with my magnesium. And that, I mean, I sleep fantastic. Just a great night's sleep when I do um, that combination. I think the bottom line for people with fibromyalgia is that their pain levels affect their sleep. Mm-hmm. But now the research is finding that lack of sleep actually causes pain and inflammation. Mm-hmm. And I really understand the frustration of insomnia. Yes, I I can tell yeah, you too. yeah. And I believe I can really help most people break that, that cycle of insomnia so they can start getting seven to eight hours of good quality sleep every night. Or even maybe nine. Yes. Right? <laughs> Which is awesome when you get good nine hours yep. of sleep. I think some people are listening thinking, oh, I just, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I would love to get a good night's rest. Mm-hmm. You know, sleep is so important for good health. And, you know, sleep, it rebalances your emotions. Mm-hmm. People notice that. I mean, if they have a night of really poor sleep, it affects the way their brain feels. It mm-hmm. affects the way their emotions feel. They're either more irritable mm-hmm. or they're more teary. Yep. Yeah. One, you know, and then as we were saying earlier, then they crave carbohydrates as well. <laughs> yep. so really not a good combination. Sleep also boosts the immune function. And right now with the flu season, mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. really need to be sleeping to yes. boost their immune function. Lots of lots of sniffles. Lots, I've seen lots of like kind of chest colds with people. Yeah, getting enough uh, enough sleep for immune function. It balances our blood sugars. Now that's one that I don't think people would really recognize. And you know, for somebody that really has to work at keeping their blood sugars balanced, yep. I know that if I don't get enough sleep, my blood sugars are off. Uh, Mm -hmm. up and down all day long, even when I'm eating perfectly. Yes. And, you know, sleep reduces inflammation. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. And inflammation, Mm -hmm. I mean, we could tie it again back to that, the aches and the pains people would experience. Sleep makes me very happy. Doesn't it? (laughs) Especially when you wake up after that great night of sleep, you're like, all right, that was was amazing. Let's start the day, right? Um, Another thing is sleep actually clears out kind of toxic chemicals from the brain. And it can be a really important part of an Alzheimer's prevention plan. So I'm guessing most people don't go to bed each night thinking, all right, here we go. I'm going to sleep so I can prevent my prevent Alzheimer's, right? I bet they don't. I bet people don't think but that. But now way. they will. Now they will. <laughs> you know, as with any chronic health condition, such as fibromyalgia, we find that by making a few food changes, mm-hmm. clients can make a world of difference in their pain level in their energy level, and in their mood level. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's just a few things that they need to change with their eating plan. Yeah. You know, I actually, I just had, I had one client where we, um, sleep was a big thing. And for her, just honestly, you know, adding a little magnesium, but even simply just eating like a balanced bedtime snack mm-hmm. made a world of difference. I mean, she came back to her follow-up consultation and she said, you know what, that berries and cream that you told me to eat, that is magic. Yes. She said, you know, right. that she's like, that made me fall asleep and stay asleep throughout the night. And I'm like, well, look at that. Not only is it delicious, but it keeps us asleep. Right. Right. 
Dr. Tettelbaum, medical director of the Fibromyalgia and Fatigue Center, says sugar may actually cause fibromyalgia. Wow, that's a big statement, isn't it? It is. Wow. Or make fibromyalgia pain worse. You know, and that's things that we always suspect, but again, to hear and we see in our office, but to hear people say it is amazing. You know, cutting out sugar may and likely will ease those fibromyalgia symptoms. You know, we know that fibromyalgia is considered an autoimmune disease with widespread symptoms of muscle and joint pain plus overwhelming fatigue. Mm -hmm. And many of our listeners may be saying to themselves, oh, wow, does that ever sound like me? Right. You know, so we've been talking about eliminating sugar and really eliminating those processed carbohydrates, meaning breads, meaning bagels, meaning chips. Um, That's kind of step one. You know, but if again, if you are someone who says to yourself, you know what, I know I should reduce or eliminate those things. Mm -hmm. Like the lady that called in. Right. But I don't know how. You know, again, some people have truly an addiction to sugar. Um, As nutritionists, we can help. I mean, the people, you know, who are dealing with some of this addiction um, to some of the carbs and the sugars, you do need the help, but you really need the support and you really need the accountability. When yes. I'm talking to my you know, clients and I say, you know what, listen, we need accountability here. It's like their shoulders relax and they yep. say, you're right. I need to come back again. You know, I need to keep talking about this. It's so. kind of like every three weeks mm-hmm. they need to be reminded of their goal. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So. You know, when we come back from break, um, we're going to keep talking about this and kind of go through our some more steps to help ease our fibromyalgia pain. But um, again, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. My name is Katie Vigasa. I'm a licensed dietitian, and I'm here with Brittany Thomas, licensed dietitian, and Darlene Darkovist, licensed nutritionist. And we are discussing really three important steps to reduce your fibromyalgia pain. You know, if you are looking for a special gift for a special person in your life, um, a great option is a gift certificate for counseling or classes, we're even offering a bonus. So if you buy a $100 gift certificate, um, we essentially add $25 to the gift certificate, so it's worth $125. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're also offering an extra bonus to all of our listeners and clients, 10% off some of the supplements. So this is fantastic, and really it's like giving people the gift of health for Christmas. Um, So order online or stop into one of our six locations Um, Stay tuned because we will be right back. When my family starts with, what's for dinner, what's for dinner, sometimes I feel the answer is a plate of desperation with a big side of stress. With no plan, it's too easy to hit the drive-thru or the deli for a meal that's overpriced and overprocessed. But now there's an answer to the daily dining dilemma, the Weight and Wellness Way Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. Because it's a cookbook, it's got recipes sure to become family favorites. Because it's a nutrition guide, it explains how to eat for good health. You'll feel good, too, eating real food that tastes delicious. The nutrition educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness have helped thousands of people use nutrition science to feel their best. And now you can find their wisdom summed up in one book. Then the next time they start with, what's to eat? You can say wild rice meatballs or easy almond chicken or an egg bake for brunch. Real food and real nutrition will make it real easy with the Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. Get your copy for $24.95 at any nutritional weight and wellness location or online at weightandwellness.com. So welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, last week in our menopause class, we shared a startling fact. 
more women die from an osteoporosis fracture each year than from breast and ovarian cancer combined. Wow. So as we get older, especially here in Minnesota, it is so easy to fall. Mm -hmm. And I know I fell last couple of weeks ago. Oh. And I fell really hard in Noisetta. And I got up, shook myself off, no broken bones, because really I follow a bone-building eating and supplement plan. Mm -hmm. So if you have osteopenia or osteoporosis, I really encourage you to meet with one of the nutritionists to get your personalized bone-building plan. You know, it's the best present you could give yourself. You know, the cost, probably about the same as a pair of new leather boots. Right. That's, you get so much more out of it, right? <laughs> so give us a call at 651-699-3438 for details. It's a nice way to put it into perspective for people. <laughs> so we do have a caller, Gretchen. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question for us or some comments? Well, sure. First of all, I would like to say, hi, I'm a sugar addict. It's been two and a half years since my last Mountain Dew. Oh, good. After 27 and a half years of being addicted to that stuff. Wow. Good for you. Great work. Isn't that kind of a freeing feeling? It is, but it still calls to me on stressful days, but I don't listen. Well, that's good. (laughs) Um, I guess my comment would be uh, I've had chronic pain issues that doctors tried to uh, classify as fibromyalgia since I was probably about 15. And I didn't feel like I fit in that... um, classification and just in the last couple of years I've learned that I have inherited a disease called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome which is a connective tissue disease you have faulty collagen Mm -hmm. and it leaves the doctors quite confused because everybody reacts to the mutation differently okay what they're finding is about one in five thousand people have this but because the symptoms or conditions caused by this uh, mutation are so wide range that doctors don't know what to look for. Well, I, um, I, I, you know what, and I'm not, I don't know how in depth you've gone with your nutrition, but I really do believe that um, just reducing any kind of inflammation out of your body, out of your cells, and also uh, coming up with a plan, writing a plan that supports collagen mm-hmm. production, which we know, well, yeah. we know how to do that. And, it seems like that could make you, it would make it so that you would have less pain, I believe. Yes, I have been, um, I've actually just got uh, two kilos of white powder in the mail yesterday. <laughs> I got my magnesium and my calcium, <laughs> I order bulk. So um, mm-hmm. I, I am working very hard with the help of my fiance to get not only my diet uh, up to snuff, but my children as well, because they both have it as well. Oh wow! Well, I you know I would I encourage you to make an appointment with one of us and mm-hmm. and because we kind of specialize in all these conditions and from a nutritional point of view, so I think so are, we could help you. Are you familiar? Then you're familiar with Ehlers Danlos and the other connective tissue disease family. Yes, we are. Yes. Super. That's it's actually quite rare in the medical field. It is, a lot of, but there's a lot, a lot of, of other connective tissue disorders that are kind of related. Sure, there's Marfans and Lois Dietz and uh, numerous others, yeah. Um, so yeah, Even schools are having a hard time understanding children with Ehlers-Danlos and trying to put them under a, a mental health slot mm-hmm. as opposed to actually having a physical condition. Yeah. Right. So, and that's, ha- that's 
that's true for a lot of different things. So, but you know, we we appreciate the call and and congratulations on giving up the pop. Yes, that's amazing. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. That is so very good. All right, so, great call. Thanks, Gretchen. All right, that was a really that was a great great topic. But I mean, that's the thing. There's a lot of different conditions that people are struggling with. Yes, that we know that we can approach from a nutritional standpoint, and it's for a lot of you know, of, you know, a lot of these conditions, it's a new thought to even consider approaching it from a nutritional standpoint. And it doesn't mean that we get rid of it totally. We don't cure it, but we get it so that it modulates to a point that people can function and not be in pain. Yes. Yeah. We kind of put it, put it away a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, before we went to break, we were kind of talking about our, our three steps, if you will, to reduce some of this fibromyalgia um, pain in the, the symptoms. Step number one, we said, was getting rid of our sugar addictions or re- really reducing those carbohydrates and those um, those sugars. So that was step number one. Then we talked about getting help with your sleep problems. Mm-hmm. So start getting eight hours of restful sleep or just start getting more sleep than you're getting now. And as nutritionists, we can help. So that is step two. And step three is easy. Mm. Well, maybe. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Eliminate food chemicals such as aspartame, the NutraSweet, the Diet Pop, the Diet Mountain Dew, or the, the you know. Diet yogurts. I mean, yeah. any of those sugar-free foods. The yeah. diet pudding, the diet yogurt. I mean, it's they're all over, mm-hmm. and they all contain aspartame or some type of artificial sweetener. Right. Um, you know, get rid of MSG and nitrates. Um, you know, for instance, eating bacon or even some of the deli meats is okay, but we really just want to find the nitrate-free bacons, the MSG-free bacons, um, the ones that aren't really kind of tossed and coated in any other food chemicals. And I think also it's really important when you eat out, mm-hmm. you, especially if you have fibromyalgia yep. or any pain condition yes. or migraine. Yep. You have to be so careful and you have to ask so many questions mm-hmm. because, I, you know, a lot of times I don't think they realize... That, like soy sauce or mm-hmm. different things, has would have it, it. Mm-hmm. would have MSG. And it's interesting. I have had clients like that before where, um, like just going back to the pain discussion, where they've been having a lot of pain and they'll feel great when they're at home and they're eating at home and they're controlling the food that they're, they're eating because they're making it at home. And, you know, some clients I've had where they can go out to eat and still try and eat the meat and vegetable mm-hmm. um, idea. But something is different in that food. Yes. They're adding flavor enhancers, mm-hmm. um, and then they'll get the pain again. So it's, right. it's really interesting. Some people have to be a little bit more particular. So, you know, when people come in and work with us uh, with that, they have fibromyalgia or other mm-hmm. pain conditions, you know, we often recommend a sugar-free, Yep. sometimes a gluten-free, sometimes a dairy-free, some, and usually a soy-free, and a chemical-free plan. Yes. Now, it sounds it's, a little... Overwhelming. It, it sounds overwhelming. It does sound overwhelming when we say no dairy, no gluten, no soy, possibly things like that. But when that's that's the beauty of the consultation is when as us as the um, nutritionist dietitians, we say that we help you make a meal plan. So you really see, OK, what does this actually look like uh, in my day to day life? So how did it look like for you, Brittany? Yeah, I found I had to get in order to get rid of my pain and insomnia, I had to just go back to the basics and start eating real food. Mm-hmm. And that meant more protein, like steak and eggs and chicken, real carbohydrates in the form of vegetables and fruit. 
So I added in broccoli, lots of kale, spinach, berries, and real fats was so important for me. I was lacking in that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, adding in the avocado, coconut oil, olives, and nuts. Yeah. So like even, I mean, that's the an easier way to say it because everything you're saying is without without all those processed chemicals or those glutens or those dairies. Um, And so when we write it up for people and really show them how to do do this, they feel a little bit more empowered Mm -hmm. with their eating. And they feel like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. Yep, Mm -hmm. I can do this. And I'm ready to reduce those aches and pains. Yep, absolutely. So next week we have Joanne and Jamie and Cara, and they're going to discuss holiday foods and heartburn. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone, and have a happy Saturday. Yes, thank you, Brittany. Thank you. Great having you, Katie. Thank you. Thanks, Star. We'll see ya. All its petals on me. Life, I love you. All is groovy. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.